What's happening, everybody? And welcome back to our second episode of the Hayahi Talks. In this episode, I have the blessings, the chance to speak with one of my really good friends from the Philippines. Unfortunately, he doesn't live anymore in the Philippines. So he's back in the Netherlands. His name is Virgin van der Slick, And we are just going to be talking about the crazy travels that he has done because he's one of the weirdest backpackers I have ever met. Okay, so just forgive me if for some reason you guys don't understand a little bit of my English. I'm just trying to give you the best I can. But sometimes, you know, we messed up. We're trying to give you a little something, something. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy it and let's get into it. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Hayahai Talks with Guillermo McPherson. And today I'm going to have one of my good friends. He is back in Holland because he done messed up in the Philippines. His time here ran out. So welcome, Bechian. That's how he, that's how he said it, Van der Slick. What up, man? How are you doing? Yo, what up? I'm good, man. How are you? So before this, that's how, how special I feel, right? You've been telling me that... You actually quit quit your job to have full time for me, right? Like to dedicate to the podcast. That's what you told. That's what you told me, right? Yeah, no, but it's not actually. It's not true because I need to go to the dentist, and I took like I went home like thirty minutes early. So, so make it quick because you know I need to go to the dentist after. You got better things to do. Exactly. I know. So you know, you you always planning, you know, doing your your travels left and right, going to places. So what's a new move? Where are you going now? Right now it's Corona time. I'm not going nowhere, but I'm checking Skyscanner one hour a day to see if there's cheap flights. There is cheap flights, but all the borders are closed. So as of now, I'm not going nowhere. Man, no, knowing you properly, I bet that you. Your ass is itching to do something because you you are the type of people that can't stay at home more than three hours because then start complaining and whining about every single thing. Exactly. All right. So one of the things I wanted to ask you because I wanted to share it with everybody is give me the top three countries because okay. So out of all of this, this guy he is one of the weirdest backpackers I have ever met. He has been to places that personally i will have never gone but hey i'm nobody to judge you know what i'm saying you know, like as how i came to the philippines and for some people might be weird the places that this individual go are the weirdest places ever so give me that your top three of your of the coolest place you have you have ever traveled now the first one is not really weird place it's brazil for sure man brazil is uh, is, is amazing Um, the second and the third, that's going to be a hard one. I loved Iraq. It was very nice, very cultural. I love stuff to see. Um, Oman was very beautiful. Azerbaijan. Man, I, I can go on and on and on and on. There's so many cool places around this world, but I think Brazil for me is still number one. Mommy, okay, but that is, that is just crazy how you make like the change from like your, so like your favorite country so far right now that you have been is Brazil, right? Which is like a, you know, a, yeah, a top now, destination. Now, yeah, yeah a, like a top destination. Like everybody is going like, damn, that is a place to be. But then you jump exactly. into Iraq, Oman, yeah. and Azerbaijan. And then 
burlesque. Like the first thing, and it's not me being a dickhead or something, just like talking shit about this place. Well, like if you think about it, when I hear Iraq, I'm just like Baghdad. I'm th I'm thinking about war. I'm thinking about boom, boom, boom. That's it. That's it, baby. You get me. Yeah. But why? Like why? Why Iraq? Like what makes you think like Iraq is like the bomb place to be? So for me, if I if I step in the airplane and I have no idea what's 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 uh, happening to me when I uh, come out of the airplane, that's the feeling I, I like the most, man. That's amazing. So the moment, the first time I was in Iraq, I stepped out of the airplane. I was like, "What's going on here?" It's like totally new for me. And then uh, I just asked some random people, like, "Yo, what can I do here?" And then uh, I met some cool people. They toured me around. They showed me a lot. And Iraq has so many cool things uh, to to see, man. Like uh, old statues, old inner cities. Um, the history in Iraq is uh, is abundant. It's everywhere, and it dates back to sometimes like four or five thousand years old, and uh, it's still intact. Some of the buildings, so yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a it's a mixture of uh, it's uh, beauty, um, good food really nice people and some some parts of the nature are incredible too man now that we're actually talking about like crazy travels do you know what came to my head to my mind do you remember when we have in uh because you used to live with me before remember and we used to like ha yeah. like host a uh, couch for first you remember tony yeah yeah the blind like, guy no uh, yeah the blind guy yeah but i i think that's yeah, one of the yeah. craziest people i have ever met like this guy What? Why we? He was what? He was like eighty percent deaf, right? I'm fully blind. Yeah, he was like he was like blind and deaf, and this guy goes to a place like Libya just to smell the the markets and stuff. Man, this guy was crazy, man. This he guy go to the. He went to like the South Pole and stuff, and um, I don't know. I think somebody put him in the fridge or something, but. <laughs> no, but real talk though, like. People might think that this is a joke, and I will try to figure out if I could get a link of his of his uh, blogs and things, because this guy is literally blind and 80% deaf. So he will sleep in in the in the living room, right? And then he will remove like some sort of like ear like earphones type of style, and and he will be and he wouldn't be able to listen to everything. Like you could make noise because I'm noisy as hell, and everybody could hear, it, but he couldn't. So it was it was just insane how much you know like, because one thing for sure like when your parents or when my parents they thought about us traveling such a young age you know they start like tripping and thinking like nah but yeah that is way too crazy, yeah, exactly. uh, you are too young you know like you you don't have the sense of uh, of danger but if you think about it this guy has to relay rely on people. Cause like there's no other way how because yeah. he, he's not he's not able to do everything on his own like he need people helping him and it, it was just exactly. insane and one of the things that I I don't know he just like like chucked me I remember like how he came to the house and we just have to show him things one time and like the sense of like direction that he has despite that he was blind was on point like I don't know it was just amazing to see him like working even with his laptop like he has like exactly. some sort of software. And I think a guy like that is definitely like a sick inspiration for, for people traveling. Yeah, if a blind and deaf guy can travel to Libya on his own, everybody can go places. Without like there is no being, excuses. Uh, afraid. 
there's no excuses to, to, to go to places. Of course, there's places that are dangerous. There's war zones, you know. Some places are kind of sketchy, but I mean, if you prepare yourself and uh, you know a little bit what's going on, there's literally no excuse not to go to a place. The, yesterday, actually, I was watching a video of like some dope places, no? and I found this video of Namibia. Man, Namibia seems oh, yeah. sick, man. Like, it's apparently one of the safest countries to like to travel as a foreigner right now. Well, not right now because of, of, yeah, because of coronavirus, but like there. before. And their economy is nice, but I wouldn't mind do like a little jump from like Cape Town because you know Cape Town is that place that I want to go at, at least in one or two years from now. But Namibia seems like super sick, man. Like they have a, a, some sort of like um, weird looking like like sand dunes coast, and then they have like sick a uh, forest north. Um, their tribes, I don't know, it's just like another world, man. It's like things that you don't see normally. You get me? And then there's one of these tribes that exactly. they're they using their language that, like that, you know, the, the, the weird sounds that are part of their language, you wanna, man. You want to chill with them? Hell yeah. Do you mind just chilling there like for a, a week? Just big chilling, yeah, like... like just making like talking to... You get, you get me now. You'll be talking like this all day. And then you go back, you go back home and then you're like... And everybody said, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, bro, that's like, that's like Kung language. What are you talking about? No, exactly. but Nam man, Namibia exactly. seems beautiful, man. I think it's one of like, like the, the new places I want to go right now. But, I mean, you, that you're a person that knows a lot of like plane tickets. How will you get to places like Africa that for most of the people seems to be super expensive like wh what are those little tips that you can give i don't know to people to save money at the moment of buying a uh, planes because for example supposedly there's this myth that if you buy tickets early morning supposedly like one two three a.m they are cheaper i don't know if it's true but i know you're always like 24 7 on sky scanner looking for tickets so what do you think about that Man, I'm not 24-7 on Skyscanner. I have my fair share of Skyscanner, but not 24-7. Bro, I remember back in the days, you used to be in your room or even even chilling in the living room, and then you'll be on your phone like mad focused, and I don't know where, I'll be like, yo, what you up to? And you are like, um, looking for a ticket to go to Brazil. And then you went to Brazil. Like, you are, bro, you spent like 24-7. You're watching pictures. Bro, I got no money. I got no money. I go from, from my room, to the kitchen, the kitchen, school, school, the beach, and the beach home. Bro, I got no money. You know me, I'm broke. One day, one day I'm gonna start traveling again. Yeah, start selling some, some, some white powder or something, bro. That's your shit. <laughs> um, you mean, you mean, um... Powdered sugar. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, though. My mom and dad teach me well. I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. Yeah, but like talking about the, the tickets, uh, good ways to have cheap tickets is like, man, you need to be flexible, man. Sometimes in the middle of the night, the cheap uh, flight goes. Sometimes you have a little layover uh, somewhere. Sometimes it is like not the closest airport, but like the, the airport just a little bit farther away. Well, as the cheaper flights sometimes uh, you need to like cut your journey in, in 
in two or three uh, parts. But look, this is a, now that like you, you talk about you talk you talk about layovers i feel like there's so many people that when they think about 12 hours layover in a country they start like oh man but that's such a long uh layover but what what most of the people i don't know if they know that it's like bro it's like the best time to stay in that country or city do like a crazy trip a crazy eight hours trip try to see as much as you can and at the end of the day you got a new stamp on your passport on a place that you didn't even expect To, to be you feel me because how many times you haven't traveled or or we haven't traveled i mean to different places and we get a chance to have, have like free accommodation or free transportation or free food i think that's something that people don't really know man yeah like a lot of airlines i give free food if your layover is longer than four hours and if your layover is longer than eight hours a lot of airlines give you free hotels and stuff so i use that all the time like i've been flying with Three or four different airlines has been giving me hotels and food and like on a regular basis just because i have a long layover it's incredible but like not many people know this but like a lot of airlines give you uh accommodation i for sure man like but at the same time airlines do not like promote that because it's not also it's not like a a big business for them but if you ask them and it's a it's a long layover they will most likely like offer it to you, which is a cool thing. Yeah, exactly. You just walk to the transfer desk and like uh, say things like, yo, I have a eight hour layover or something like that. Can you hook me up with like a hotel and something? Some airlines do, some airlines don't. Just uh, just make sure you find uh, what airlines do and what airlines don't. A good one is Ethiopian airline. No matter where you go, your, your layover is longer than eight hours. You get a free hotel. And free food and free transportation to the hotel, and you get and you you got to see the city of Addis Ababa for a little while. Um, some airlines in the Middle East do it as well, and another good one is uh, Xiamen Airline or China Southern. Yeah, I mean, but this is not a right moment to be traveling. Both, I mean, eventually we are gonna be able to be doing things like that. Now, man, now, exactly. I know that you left the that the island life you live the slippers shorts tank top life how is the city life yeah. man how is how is uh the life back in in netherlands treating you man it is it is up and downs like this uh, like the netherlands is, is a beautiful place that i've been growing up here i know the, the area quite well and uh, like i said earlier in this episode is like man i like to see new things and uh I try to do my best to see go to new cities and see new uh, parts of nature, but it is all a little bit the same. It is good and comfy, but um, you know, I'm excited to see some new things. After Corona, there'll be a little trip somewhere for sure. Man, because I mean, you've been you've been like sailing, doing like quick road trips. Now, you, one of your next move is what move to a a beautiful city like Rotterdam set up your life yeah. there man i mean like i like it because like you basically you promote the side of the real netherlands you know because most of the people when they think about the netherlands the first three things they think is the coffee shops to smoke weed or like i don't know heineken and what else like the sex museum i don't think people see like the yeah. other side of like you know like for a Because Holland is like huge, 
sorry, Netherlands is like huge in in farming, and you guys have well, it's a it's a pretty like plain country, but still like there's so much to do there aside just going to Amsterdam, because Amsterdam is just like a city that yeah, exactly. doesn't really represent the Netherlands. Exactly, and you can uh, say this about uh, a lot of countries as well. Like if you go to to France, and you know you know Paris, of course, but like outside Paris, there's so much things to see, and every country has the same. So, um, yeah, people who go to Netherlands usually stick around around Amsterdam, but uh, it's it's a nice place, but it's 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 not the whole story, you know. There's so many cool things to see and uh, to do everywhere. So uh, right now in Corona, I cannot uh, go too far, but uh, once on the once in the blue moon, if I have a free day, man, I go somewhere, no matter what. But I mean, new city, you, a new place. You'll be chilling though, because you guys in the Philippines. Uh huh. You guys in the Philippines. It's an up and down, man. It's an up and down. And wait. Yeah, because for example, like right now, uh, well, I think yesterday they gave they gave like more news that we're gonna be on the current in general quarantine until end of June. But do you know how news goes here, like up and down. They are not real, like like a I would say legit news because they change it every single day. But uh, at least we got a chance to go yeah, to. I mean, I can go for a little hiking, or I can go running or biking. Because man, things in Panama are worst. Because you are not allowed to do worse? man. Yeah, you're not allowed to do nothing, man. Like, eh, they gave them a little bit of freedom, but things went way too crazy. That there were, I think, 500 plus cases in one day, and they have like five days of of like freedom, but people abuse the abuse the freedom. You get me, no? So now everybody's just like back at home. <laughs> Yeah, it it is some crazy thing, man. Yo, I put myself in self isolation for almost two months. I was going nuts. I was going crazy, but then after that, man, like it's so, it's so beautiful. But at the same time, it's annoying because I remember the first time I left, I left the house. I just went for like a simple haircut, and I have to wait for something, and I forgot my earphones to listen to music, right? And for some reason, yeah. when I got out, somebody was speaking and talking the same some stuff with other people. And I was like, man, I hate people, bro. I'd rather be in a quarantine. Because, I, dude, I didn't deal with, like, other people. I said, like, my roommates for, like, two months. That when I hear people saying some nonsense, in my perspective, I was like, bruv, I love quarantine because I don't have to deal with people, man. But then now, now it's more chill, man. Got the chance to go to Chia, chill chill with the homies there, drive around. When on the, on that sixth spot that I told you of the waterfalls. It's more, it's more relaxed, man. It's more chill now. So, nothing to complain. Quite blessed to be, to be allowed to do more than two things in, in, in these moments. But still, in the Philippines, you guys are still so limited, man. Like, uh, and the news is going slow. And, and, and you know, here in Netherlands, we had a pretty strict uh, lockdown, as I would say. But after a while, they lifted. Right now, we're good to go. Uh, traveling in Europe is uh, is uh, possible again, but you guys in Philippines and Asia, things go slow. You have like uh, uh, different kind of news. Everybody's saying something different, and at the end of the day, you guys are still quarantined. I mean, yeah, but uh, like after a while, cause it has been for so long, bro, dead ass. I feel like it's nothing. Like yeah. I, like I'm back in, in in the normal life. Aside that, I'm not going to school anymore for for, uh, for the meantime. I feel like everything is like super chill. You get me? Like I even leave the house 
without thinking, I, in, oh, I already have in my hands like a face mask because we are required to wear, to wear a face mask. You get me? No, like... For what? Because they say that, <clears throat> you know, um, to avoid people like coughing or things like that. So at least you have like that little protection there. So I don't know, man. I just follow those rules because I don't want to get in trouble. I think if you don't wear a face mask, you're not allowed to go to, to for example, to grocery stores or, or to the shopping. Like, they will not let you go, go inside. No way. So, it's so, either you wear it or you wear it. So, everything is open. You can you guys can go places, but still, like, the cool stuff is possible. Like, yeah, you can do your little study, but you can't go to school. You can stay in the house. You can have a little walk, but that's it. Yeah, man. I mean, but if you come from, like, a... A crazy lockdown when you have this you just see it as like the new normal and it's chill nothing to complain man at least at least we have a chance to go out because in other places they can do nothing like like also other provinces in the philippines yeah but you know what's a good thing because now we have more freedom now we got the chance to go back to curious you know go back to the to the grinding exactly. you know to make some shirt t-shirts and yeah, man. Hey, one thing that I actually really like, it was dope when we released our first picture after, I think, being out of the game for, like, what, four or five months? People start showing love right away, man. I, I was excited, though. I was like, it was a good feeling, you know, having that little baby growing up as a brand and just selling the T-shirts, so. Exactly, yeah. Everybody who's listening to stuff, buy some shirts and make us rich. <laughs> That's our that's our 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 motto. It's not. It's like it's not traveling. It's not clean environment. Fuck that. Make us rich. It's about the money. It's Make all about rich. the money. Nothing about passion. We want money. No, we playing though. We yeah. playing. We do it. We do it out of love, but we gotta get some some bills paid. You get me? No. What do you mean? Man, cause I'm sick and tired. Of, you know. You know how bad I feel still living out of out of my mom and dad. Ah, uh, give me a chance. Because if you didn't know, this episode... No, we got sponsors for this episode. We got ads. You know who You know who are the sponsors? Huh? Do you know who are the sponsors? Mom. Exactly. Give me a chance. This episode is brought to you by my mom and dad. Because without them, I will not be able to afford anything right now. So, shout out to my mom and dad for sending me money every once in a while. Yo, you gotta, you gotta give them the love though, cause if I don't show the love, I'ma go, I'm gonna starve. I'm not gonna even have money for a rice. Exactly, you're gonna be uh, bankrupt uh, for sure. I am bankrupt already. What are you talking about? It's just me and me. When people say you got savings, and yeah, few pesos there, few coins left and right. Exactly. Dude, but going back, okay, to the main to the main topic, I want you to to give to give me three tips at the time of traveling. What are those three three things at least to save money while you're traveling? And I uh, I've been using uh, like a Couchsurfing the app for quite a while. Like uh, you stay in uh, some some people's house. 
so people can host you and uh, they can exchange the culture. So at least you save on your hotel. Uh, you know, getting your transport can be quite dif uh, difficult and uh, expensive too. You know, some, sometimes you can just hitchhike or you can just ask somebody like, uh, like yo, can I just hop on, uh, hop on the car for a little bit? I'm going there. Sometimes they say no, sometimes they say yes. So that's, that's, a, that's a good way to save money. And of course, <clears throat> you know, tour guides are expensive. And if you go to a new place, locals know sometimes more than tour guides. So sometimes you just walk on the streets, you see a stranger, you ask like, yo, are you from here? If yes, oh, cool. Do you have a little time uh, to tour me around? Sometimes they have, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it takes like two or three people to ask, but most of the people are proud of their city, part of their country, so... Hell yeah, they're proud, man, uh, which is a good stranger. thing. But yeah, sometimes you just ask a stranger like, yo, can you tell me something about this building? Or tell me something about the city or whatever. And people do that stuff. So you don't need a tour guide for that shit. Man, that's one of the like the beautiful and, uh, things I see in the Philippines. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I remember like four or five years ago, I... I, I was too late for the last bus going back from Banawe to Manila. And there was like literally, because I was in a little town called Ifugao. And then the only, the only place available was like 4K or four, like four or 5K which, a night. And I was like, nah, man, I'm a, I'm a dead asleep in the, in the bus station and just wait for the first bus. Because the first bus was like at 5 a.m. Man, one of those Filipinos during the bus station, he saw me sleeping in the, in the, in the stop. And he literally, he brought me to his place. He's like, yo, you can sleep at my place. And then when the first boss come, uh, I will let them pick you up. Like, you know, I mean, how nice for somebody offering their place to sleep, offering their place to uh, strangers to sleep. And thank God, like, they were super ni nice to me. They offered me dinner and they weren't rich. You know, they were like super humble. Um, they didn't try to steal nothing from me. But I mean, at the same time, I didn't leave like, leave like my bag anywhere, but they were like super nice. And I think that's one of the most beautiful ways to like interact with the people from the country and at the same time have a really good time. You have, like, you have yeah, any stories like that? Like, uh, yeah, people are generally nice. Most of the countries, like I've been in Armenia, like pretty much uh, people help me out. Like, uh, I was not I, I was not asking for free stuff, but like uh, a lot of people, they're really hospitable. They're like, you know, you're new in my my country. Let me show you my place, dude. When you were in Iraq, let me show you my city. When you were in Iraq, right? Like people, like you met somebody, and he was like, what, a general or something related with with like the army, and then he was like super like welcoming. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he was like, he was like, are you hungry? I was like. I don't know, but I could eat something. He's like, yeah, let's, let's make dinner. So he just cooked for me and we shared a little little uh, thing or two and then that's it. Exactly, man. Because I feel like the best way to travel is just like interact with the locals. You can't be you know, like, like one of the things that I enjoy the most, yeah, exactly. the most is just like going, like if I go to a new place, it's like go to the market. Because you know, like that's like how that's one of the way of living of people there, you know, doing their, their shopping, but not in a grocery store, like in the public market where you actually see like the culture at their biggest point. At least that's one of the things that I love yeah, the most. Exactly like the public markets are great for things like that. Yeah. 
for sure. Because there's always a lot of people around. People are shopping, you know. Some people have some free time. Um, yeah, Marcus is a, is a great place to interact. Man, not gonna lie, like how I always tell you, man, it's always like a, a pleasure to catch up with you, man, have a, a good conversation. And I don't want to stand the conversation more because then you're going to be late for your dentist appointment and you're going to be whining to me on exactly. on Messenger that because of you, because of me, you waste your time and you couldn't get your things done. So, man, really appreciate the, the, the fact that you took the time to have a little conversation here. Hope you have an infection on your on your on your teeth. They have to remove half of them and you'll be you'll you'll be able to don't do anything. Exactly. They are pretty much gonna remove half my face in the dentist. Fats. Aye, bro. Much appreciated, man. Um, thanks for everybody listening to the podcast. And one more thing, though. Where can people see like your crazy pictures from your travels in Iraq or Armenia or anything like? Where? What? What's your Instagram so people can check it out real quick? Nah, man. I I don't travel for the pictures. I travel for the experiences. <laughs> How is it? It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Exactly. Aye, man. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it to everybody listening to this podcast. Stay tuned because we're going to keep bringing crazy people with crazy stories. Hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful evening. And keep enjoying life, though. Keep enjoying the new normal life. Peace uh, out. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs>